from KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD, this is the Real Psychobabble Podcast. What is up, Babblers? How are you doing today? I'm Ro. I'm Cody. And we are Cycle Babble. We are here for a super dope, awesome... Our, our biggest project. So our big, yeah, it's been a lot yeah. to kind of coordinate this one, yeah. but it was. I don't think it's going to disappoint based off of what we did before this episode, which was we recorded some songs with some really talented local artists, musicians from Lincoln, Nebraska, yeah, who yeah. we have here with us. I don't know if they have a name yet, though. That's what we were kind of deciding. I think we should decide a name right now <laughs> right on the spot we're, we're and then roll record. with it. <laughs> we're the Psycho Babblers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Uh, I don't so know if we deserve that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we need sponsorship. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're financially backed <laughs> by a Psycho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. we got stickers. We yeah. got buttons. And That's coasters. We, we got some, yeah, some coasters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. well, we'll get to some stickers. Yeah. Right. We're the Psycho Babblers. But I Actually, I do like that though, we because we yeah we yeah. thought about like the Sella fellas too. <laughs> <laughs> we sure have. Uh, all right, so, but like really, yeah, it's bad names. For all intents and purposes, how about we just do some quick little <laughs> yeah. introductions? Ether, let's start with you. All right. Well, my name's Ether Sare, and I'm a singer, and um, I run sound at the Storm Cellar, and I'm a few cover bands too that play on the weekends. And what are they? Uh, Diamond Empire Band and Downtown Collective. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and then you're also a local student at the university, right? Yeah, I'm studying Spanish um, and music technology. That's right. Cool, cool. Nice. All right. Yeah, Yeah, I'm Jonathan Leach. Uh, I am a musician in town. I guess outside of town too, I would still be a musician. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't, it's not like predicated by like my location. I am a musician. Uh, I play piano and uh, vocals and beatbox and stuff. And I have a weird project that is just like is like 19 iterations of the same thing, but primarily Jonathan Leach and the Good Best Friends. That's what's up. I've decided and that's the real band name. You just started friends. this new thing. Oh yeah, and I just uh, I uh, am the music director at City Impact oh, yeah. as well. That's what's up. Very cool. Awesome, yeah. awesome. And then Sam, you wanna close us out? Hi, I'm Sam. <laughs> uh, I'm Sam Dinsey. I play some instruments, um, <laughs> mostly guitar with Johnny and Ether, and um, yeah. a couple other people. But yeah, no, I just love love playing playing some music. Yeah, well, we got the honor of listening to your songs before, so we're gonna cut them in. Um, because it was just easier to record that way, but um, they don't disappoint. That's for no, sure. Not at all. And so, it yeah. was kind of like serendipitous the way that we discovered how great you guys are. Yeah. We were oh yeah. Out late one night. Well, after a successful yeah. trivia run. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> oh yeah, we knocked it down yeah. that day. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we killed. Where it. Do you guys we, we... do trivia? Uh, at Boiler Brewing. At Boiler uh, Brewing. Yeah, yeah on Thursdays. Yeah, with Chris. Yeah. Chris also has a podcast, so he's got a local podcast. I think he's got like five podcasts. Yeah. So shout out to Babbler Chris if you're listening. You're now a Babbler. <laughs> but check out his podcast too if you get a chance. Um, but yeah, we we won, and then we went to get some drinks after. And then um, back back story. I actually know Johnny from back in the day. Like way two, yeah, way in back day, in the day yeah. when I first came out here. I used to go to the um, uh, the Beacon and sing karaoke all the time, and he was running karaoke there. Oh. And 
every time Johnny would sing, I'm like, God damn it. I wish I could sing that. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Oh, man. Yeah, he would sing uh, Trumpets. He always sing Trumpets. That's I always, right. I'd always tell you, like, dude, please sing People Trumpets People would, like, for me. pay me money to sing that song. Like, yeah. would be like, wow. please sing Trumpets. I love it. And they'd yeah. be like, 20 bucks. I'd be like, okay. Jason yeah. Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it's like I sing that it was, it was so good. So <laughs> if, so you ever see, if you ever see Johnny, just say, hey, just do, like, the intro to uh, Trumpets. Yeah. <laughs> you will need $20, though. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah I, you will have Why to Why are we not playing yeah. Trumpets We're not playing Trumpets. Just, time yeah. that we do <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's man but yeah no oh, yeah. and then so then that night uh, flash forward to that time when we went out to we were at Mars Bar you were mm-hmm. playing with Mars right mm-hmm. and um, yeah I, I heard this band playing I'm like damn who's going it was actually Ether singing I think it was a Boys to Men song which one was it we talked about this oh End of the Road yeah it was End yeah. of the Road and I'm like I mean, if you play Boys to the Man, I'm going to be like, yeah. the night is child in me. It's like, oh, my God. Right, it goes, right. Yeah, it goes through all of my heartbreaks. And every mm. time a girl breaks my heart in, like, eighth grade, and it's really sad. That <laughs> sounds like but, something that happened a lot. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's a lot it's of like, yeah. wait, so. Have you, you know, there was a little montage in, um, or, like, this little part in that, what's that movie with uh, that Seth Rogen did with the kids? Uh, things like Bad Boys or something. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, that movie the, was awesome. Yeah, at the very end when the when the little kid goes and gets his heart broken over and over and over again within a month period, that was me. Yeah. Oh dang. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I didn't have any friends. It's good. Oh, that's <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But we got to hear you, and it was like I saw the ether. I'm like, oh wow, that's really cool. You know, you guys play great. We have this podcast. We just got signed. Not signed. We spe- <laughs> we just signed. We signed something. Yeah, Some our case, paperwork. Our paperwork is okay. KZM, so we were really stoked. We're like, we gotta incorporate them into like an episode. And then Johnny was there and he goes, Raul? I was like, Johnny, what's up? You know, so it was really dope. So random. Super yeah. I have no recollection of anything that happened that night. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> you were there. So <laughs> it was weird. great. You don't remember. But, <laughs> you were but, definitely there. But for, you know, now we're here. And tonight, we're going to talk about love and love songs. Yeah. That's where we cue in like some, some sound, sound effects. To not, to not that we make love. That's yeah. Flight of the Concord stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's business time. <laughs> business time, yeah. It is business time. But we're actually going to talk about love in the brain, love songs in the brain, and that's why we wanted to bring you in. So I think what we're going to do here is we're going to cut to the first song, and then when we're done, we'll come back. Yeah. Cool. Oh, wait. We should introduce the first song. <laughs> Would you guys like to introduce the first song that you're about to sing? That you already sang, that what you're about to sing? <laughs> that we are about to sing in the past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's called Best Part by Daniel Caesar and her. A good radio voice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Soft. All right, well, let's hear it. Yep. One, two, three. <laughs> Beautiful you are 
rendition of best part by it's daniel caesar and her right mm. h-e-r did they say is it her or is yeah it, okay it's, yeah no that's it it's, it's actual artist it's not just <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's on her um but i think that's a great way to kind of get us into our topic today which i said was love songs and the psychology behind love songs and love in the brain um so I guess I could start off with an article. And when I start off with this article, one thing I've been really kind of like, Cody's already laughing at me. We need to put some disclaimers, disclaimers on, on this. There's been very limited research done <laughs> on love songs and the brain. And the research that we were able to locate and find has been primarily about like, it kind of seems a little masculine and kind of like really... Yeah. Marginally sexist. For it's sure. very sexist. Yeah. <laughs> he said marginally so, <laughs> it's, it's pretty Decide sexist. Decide for yourself. Healthy disclaimer. But yeah. it doesn't... It doesn't help like report the findings and talk right. about it, but know that there's a major limitation on these 
um, topics. It's very one-sided, yeah. and you're going to see it. So yeah, and not all research is good research. Yeah, not all science ideally is great science. But so. it, but it is some sort of like they did it psychometrically, and they have yeah. some sort of. Uh, methodology that they used to it. So yeah. with someone that, published it in a peer-reviewed journal. Yeah, so. yeah. So this uh, article, research article, is, is "Love Is in the Air," and it's by Nicholas. I think it's Cage. Gug- Gugin. <laughs> yeah, uh, Nicholas Gugin. I think is how you say it. Um, in the Journal of Psychology of Music. Hmm. Um, so I'll kind of go through the methodology and what they did, and then I would love to hear your reaction. I'll just <laughs> kind of chime in anytime. Um, but what they did was what. Uh, Nicholas and colleagues did was uh, they recruited 183 female undergraduates from the ages of 18 to 20. That's a good start. And all of whom who did not have a romantic partner. And then they were told that they were going to go taste organic cookies. (laughs) (laughs) What a say. I know, right? Yeah. There you go. I mean, so then then they were placed in a waiting room for three minutes while one of two songs played in the background. Uh, One was a romantic song that's very popular in French. And uh, the other one was not a romantic song, also in French. Um, following the lyrical interlude, uh, the participants entered an experiment room where the participants were greeted by a young man who was selected. <laughs> this is the best part. Yeah, he was selected by a panel of 18 young women who evaluated them for looks. They evaluated the looks of 20 guys. Yeah, and this is said, a hard-hitting science. Yeah, right? there you go. They said that one. Yeah. So then... Oh um, they spent five minutes taste testing cookies um, that were baked with and without organic ingredients, and then they discussed their reaction. So after they do the whole taste testing with the cookies, uh, the man introduced himself, complimented the women, and asked for their phone number so they could arrange to have drinks the following week, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <clears throat> among the women who had heard the romantic song in the waiting room, 52.2% of them gave out their phone number. Good nah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And of those who didn't, only 27.9 gave out their phone number. We've been doing it wrong. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All you need is organic cookies and some French love songs. Like there you go. Yeah. Of a song, too. Yeah. Like, you don't yeah. even need, like, this is like a song. Yeah, imagine whole nights. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but then, uh, so the researchers suggest that the music can improve one's mood, and being in a positive frame of mind can increase one's receptivity for to romance. Um, they also said there might have been a second possibility, which was that the lyrics in the song can also act as a prime that can be associated with the behavior. So this is um, has been found um, to this has been found with lyrics um, having to do with like antisocial messaging. So if you're listening to like a really angry song, maybe like I don't know. God's Mac. <laughs> this first thing you're saying I think of right now. I don't down know why. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> down with the sickness. I'm disturbed, mm. right? Um, that's been associated with having aggressive behavior. So I think that's kind of that's where they're kind of going with that. Did it say if they were so when they were in the waiting room, were they just like listening to music before they got to cookies, or were they already eating cookies when they were in the room? No, they were listening to music prior to the cookies. And I think I think that's a really great point too. It might have been the organic cookies. Yeah, they might have been that good. Yeah, you know, been the cookies. Yeah. So yeah, also I think there's like something between like. When I listen to music, there's like, like, I don't know, like active listening versus just like you're just like the music is yeah. there. So I'm curious to see as to what the effects would be. Oh, yeah. Versus sure. so yeah. You're just kind of like listening. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like the next the next step that would be good to know is like I imagine I don't know how pushy this guy was introducing yeah. himself. But like a lot of people might just pass off their number to get rid of the guy. So like did they <laughs> right. actually follow up? Right. And then this person? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How yeah. many or fake, fake numbers number, were given? Yeah. Also, right. if you give your number to so many people, you know, it's going to change. Like yeah. you didn't do it the same way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, th- I mean, there's a lot of limitations, and I think that's yeah. one thing that was the reject hotline. <laughs> mm. Oh, back in the <laughs> classic. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, I'm glad that you kind of like hinted at a lot of limitations, and I'm sure there's a ton of limitations within the study too. Um, but it does bring up the point that you know, music as a prime for love songs and to to start feeling that love and. I don't know. I mean, what do you all see? Do you all see that when you're playing your music and you're out at shows and maybe you play really? I mean, okay, I actually, I went to your show on Monday, last Monday, right? Because we were talking about the show notes and stuff. And you were playing some really cool jams and it was really fun. And then you played the next song that we're going to kind of come up with. This is actually a perfect transition. Oh, look at that segue. Oh, that segue, yes. (laughs) We played the next song, which was Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody got up. All the couples just went, oh, we're dancing. Yeah. They pulled their loved ones, their partners right. together, every week and they do it. and it was awesome. So is that is that happening every week? Happens all every time. Yeah, there's a lady that confessed her uh, professed her undying love to Ether the first time we sang that song. Ooh, remember that? Are you talking about actually towards another guy, not me? No, she said, "Oh, I love you so much, baby." About <laughs> <laughs> Teresa. But then she also like get proposed to. Yeah, and then a man proposed too. to. That her. a great night yeah. for her. That is awesome. See, you totally set that stage and you primed that love, that love, lovely <laughs> moment. There we go. Did that. <laughs> yeah, well, we you can, did that. Yeah, we can roll that song, and then after we have a little bit more about you know what's actually happening for why music can influence us to you know have that kind of reaction so with that we will let you play some chris stapleton tennessee whiskey to spend my nights out in a bar Liquor was the only love I know But you rescue me from reaching for the bottom Same places 
on the bottom of the bottle always dry. But when you pour out your heart, I didn't waste it. Cause there's nothing like your love. when we listen to the song uh, in real time, I just heard Cody after it just says, wow, you just gave me like a million goosebumps. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it chills a couple of times. Mostly because, um, you know, I I haven't listened to the song in a while because I did a horrible karaoke rendition of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, oh, no. Actually, it was a duet. Oh, my did God. Did I do it with you? Did. Oh, oh, no, it was a duet. It, Both it, of you. It, <laughs> you tried to do that was, run? It was just not, not it was good. Your... I didn't yeah. even do it. <laughs> I haven't returned to it until now. So. And you'll never sing it again. Yeah, no, and I don't need to. Yeah, no, you killed can, it. Yeah, just call ether if you need. To. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that was what I needed to get over that. Yeah, so. well, well, I mean, I do want to start going to the storm cellar on Mondays more often because yeah. I could totally do it. But um, what time do you all play at? We we usually play at like eight or nine. Eight or nine, and then like I think we're doing first and third Thursdays. We're doing the like full ensemble jam at storm cellar too, yeah. and that's like eight or nine ish as well. So that's awesome, and you all do. Um, I think Ether told me about getting like local artists coming in and le- you learn their tunes and their set, and then you just jam out. Yeah, that's for the, with the foundation. That's the uh, Monday night. Which oh, okay. Johnny's in that, and uh, I'll occasionally come up and sing, but most of them just running sound that night. Yeah. So. Well, that's when I saw you sing the Tennessee whiskey. Right. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah. most of the time I'm not up there. They they bring other people in, um, and have different people there. So. That's a really cool project that they've had. Yeah. Some of just people from <clears throat> Omaha, Lincoln coming up, and it's just amazing the stuff that they. It's really cool. Yeah, and I, yeah. and I think that's a good point to highlight. I mean, part of the reason why we started this show and what we wanted to do with this partnership with KZM is really highlight local talent and local people. I mean, artists now we can add to our resume and to our little yeah. thing, right? But we're doing a lot of like researchers and stuff, people at the university, but this is just as important. And yeah. It's just super awesome to have you guys in the studio. It's dope. Yeah. I'm super. We're, we've been so excited for this episode for a while now. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I was pumped as soon as I found out that we were going to do this. I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're happy to be here. <laughs> Yeah, well, one thing that I I wanted to talk about a little bit here is um, this idea of musical nostalgia. So you talked about Boys to Men earlier and your very rough 
run of breakups. I, in eighth, I, grade. I, I, eighth grade breakup. Oh yeah, I was just constantly in my room crying my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. I, I found so sad. Damn. Sweet, sensitive young boy. I was very sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So one question I had before I dive in is. Uh, part of this idea is how we tend to really appreciate the music of our teenage years and how we hold on to specifically those songs versus ones that we experience in present day. So oh, yeah. if you had to choose like the, the song of your youth, Ooh, what would be oh, that song? Yes. Oh, man. Don't even act like it's not Neo Ether. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I'll get down to Neo. Dang, the songs of my youth. Yeah. Like, are we talking about, like, high school or it, you, just you, any time? Like, you pick the song yeah. that's probably most salient, the one that you're like, ooh, ooh that, one, that one hit hard. There is a song. Uh, so when John Legend came out, I was, in, I was in middle school. I was in, like, eighth grade when John Legend's first album came out. And I bought the album, and then... Uh, I, I scratched it too much because I'm terrible at CDs. And then, so I had to rebuy the album. And uh, then I lost it or somebody stole it. So then I bought it again. It was the first time that I ever bought like, a, like an album and then like repeatedly bought it because I needed it. Wow. And that was, the, that was the CD that had like Ordinary People on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. But the song that I loved the most on that album was called uh, Stay With You. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Good one. I think about that. I still play that song. Like it's one of those songs that like I'll <clears> listen to and I'll just be like goosebumps. Like pure like nostalgia like suck back it's such a beautiful song man that's that's probably that's probably my that's my go-to childhood jam that's what's up that or freak a leak by pd pablo (laughs) (laughs) pd pablo we're back we're back to talking about pd pablo sam what about you 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 thinking uh yeah no i was just trying to think about that i went through these weird phases of music um my family like super conservative christian um not in a bad way, but I just didn't listen to... I also lived in the middle of nowhere. I lived in a town of 400. Wow. So, like, went to a tiny school. My eighth grade graduating class was two. Me oh, wow. and one other guy. So I didn't have a lot of, like, outside influences. <laughs> oh, so I just kind of, like, found music and then would, like, binge it. Like, just, like, every... Like, I would... Back when torrenting was a thing. Yeah, or, like... Yeah. So, like, yeah, like Lime Wire. Wire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, literally, like, full discography. Yeah. And then just, like, yeah. download, like, 700 albums. Yeah. And then... Um, Some bear share Put them on, like... Oh, yeah. my... <laughs> I just like dumped them onto my 512 megabyte uh, MP3 player. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a fat iPod. Huh? And yeah. uh, oh, dude, I still have it, man. It's Gross. like a little brick. I call it my eye brick. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I always went back to the Coldplay album Parachutes. Ooh, Ooh true. Yeah. And I think it's like track four, Sparks. Yeah. Sparks. That's, that's like, a beautiful oh, my song. favorite songs. Oh, that's yeah. a really good song. Yeah. That's my sister's that's... favorite song. True. Yeah, that song, I think that says a lot about you, though. Yeah, that's what, that was what you. That's what you. Yeah, you, you were in your, your feels. Yeah, a dude, bit. you were sad. Yeah. Up. It was you were like Raul. Raul, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you guys could have been crying together on the so bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and after that, he put on some Freakalik too. Yeah, had to go back to Freakalik. Yeah, everybody went back to Freakalik. Yeah, that's my jam. I love Freakalik. Oh man, how about you, Ether? Um. I'd say when I was young, uh, me and my sisters would like kind of crowd around the the radio in our living room, and, like interpretive dance to songs. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. It's, it's a shame that this is a podcast like, that we can't see. Oh, the room. Or like you know, like grab the comb and like pretend it's the microphone and like yeah, I would sing the guy parts <laughs> and then my girls would sing the girl parts. You know. Oh no. And I think one of the songs that we used to <laughs> <laughs> used to sing and dance to a lot was. Uh, one sweet day. Oh my 
Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey, Moist Men. Yeah, that's a good and one too. I think it's one it's of the early. Song. It's one of the earliest memories I have of just yeah. like jamming out to his song, you know, like of interpretive dance. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like we were pretending we were on the stage with I them and stuff. You know, back. we need to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, Cody, Cody, you got one? I do. Yeah. So. Um, I think I was kind of a similarly moody kid, so the one that comes to mind <laughs> uh, is uh, Jeff Buckley's rendition of Hallelujah. Oh my, oh my god. god. You just really in. Yeah. <laughs> like there there was there was some, some dark days there, but it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Sad song. Yeah. yeah. Oh my oh. gosh. And I didn't I didn't even understand it when I was like fifteen, but it's like the tone of it is just yeah. so morose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, lo- lover. He does lover come over too, right? Yeah. That one's pretty yeah. dope. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, but anyways, wait, so, I, I'm gonna give oh. you mine. Yeah, would you oh. ask me? I mean, did I have a childhood? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I did it. Something very sad. Mm-hmm. I assume. No, actually, no. I'm thinking I'm gonna go undergrad because that's probably like the first time I was ever like truly, really ever in love. Mm. And oh. yeah, yeah, and that would be Howie Day Collide. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Wow, you were dating yourself. Yeah, like the first... I forgot about that song. Yeah. That's like the first song I learned on guitar. Yeah. 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 And that's like one of my yeah, favorite uh, karaoke songs to sing. I haven't sung it in a while, but because it's, well, it's just got violin the violin in the background. Yeah. Dang, I forgot about that. But song. that song is one of my favorite songs. Love it's songs. It's like early, like early, like. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, like, about yeah. to like Mid-2000s. re-add that to my yeah. Apple Music. Right? I know. I was yeah. kind of like, I was like, yeah, what a dumb song. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. like did they do yeah. Bad Day? Was that Howie Day too? He, he had a bad no, day. That was a different guy. Yeah, no. same, but like the same, same song yeah. though. Like, yeah, same, probably the same yeah. chords. Yeah, but that, 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 that's the song that yeah, probably my favorite like love song. Daniel Powder. Yeah, Daniel Powder. Yeah. Yo, he, he had found a that couple quick. of them too. Yeah, well, I had... also was a piano player, you know, so uh, I was like, uh, "Gotta learn that yeah. one." Like... <laughs> We're gonna have so many songs for the Psychobabble playlist. Yeah, we do, yeah. we do a plug for the going the Spotify Psychobabble playlist. We're gonna have all, all these of these songs will be, be on. There. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we're also gonna cut uh, the songs that you played. And throw them up on there too. So nice. They'll be okay. on Spotify. We're gonna be yeah. famous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Famous or something like that. Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a couple of reasons why these songs seem so important to us. One, just outside of music, those experiences in our teenage years to early adulthood are really important because, like, as our brain is developing, the things that we experience during those years are just encoded more deeply, we have those memories versus the ones that we have now as adults um, seem probably equally as important to us now, but those experiences as we are you know, figuring out our personalities and our interests and exploring different identities, um, all of those experiences become really important memories. And so then the music that is occurring with those, like a really bad breakup or a really awkward middle school dance, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. those those musics really become the soundtrack to the way we tell our narrative and our story. And, you know, when we are listening to this music, um, there's a lot of different studies, neuroimaging studies that have looked at how when we listen to, let's say, a song that we really like, we could do, you know, Howie Day's Collide or, you know, uh, or even like Jump to Tennessee Whiskey like we just heard. If it's a song that you really like, your brain will actually release a series of different neurotransmitters mm-hmm. that are associated with feelings like like happiness and joy, reward, the same kinds of things you would experience if you were in love. It's the same kind of response. And what's been shown in these studies is <clears throat> as you are listening to that song, 
the more you listen to it and the more you like it, the more of that neurotransmitter is being released. And so the deeper your experiences of that song, whereas if it was one that you didn't like or one that you really didn't like, you wouldn't have a response like that at all. And so those songs from our youth end up becoming like, we can pinpoint that time when we just got dumped by that girl and this was the song that came <laughs> or, on the iBrick. Or since this is a love. He said the iBrick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Or that time you fell in love with that girl, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My yeah. dad still remembers the song that he went to the Sadie Hawkins dance and like his first crush, he was sixth grade. And he like, re- every time we play the song, he like starts crying. Every like he like he like as soon as I start playing because I got like a playlist full of like his jams on my Spotify and I'll just jam it every now and again and he'll like every time because I'll just randomly do it just to see and he'll (laughs) he'll like come out and he'll be like oh. (laughs) <laughs> and, he'll just like, and, he'll like, and then he'll recant like the entire memory yeah. and it's like that's, that's what it is those that's pathways awesome. are like so ingrained which yeah. song is it we're gonna that's edit it to the it's playlist. uh oh what's it uh, uh uh oh no I'm not gonna remember Our House by Crosby, Stills and Nash nice I'll light the fire you little flowers in the garden it's such a good song it actually is a really beautiful song yeah. but he like remembers it and he's just like oh, I love this song man yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time every time it's crazy awesome yeah, yeah I was trying to think like so I wife of the show and I have been together for almost ten years. Yeah, do you, since... I was actually I was planning on asking this on air and I didn't tell you oh, about do, it. You want you go ahead, spring it on me. Surprise! What? Yeah, ha ha. Um, no, ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> 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 I got you. Yeah. Um, but do you have? Do you and wife of the show have a love song? That... Well, so this is like knowing you long enough to know that this was going to come up on the list. So ha ha to me. Yeah, I ha ha you back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so. You don't yeah, know me, Cody Selsby. Yeah. You don't know me that well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, you know, when you're with someone for that long, you experience a lot of love songs. So um, one of the first ones, not technically a love song, but one of our first, like, music memories was um, lying in her driveway, and it was late at night, and we were listening to Jack Johnson's Flake. Ooh. And, like, that was oh, probably the that. first, JJ. like, music memory attached to, like, feelings of what love was like for us as 17 year olds yeah because oh, wow. you you guys have been together you all you people have been together yes. for a long time yes yeah. yeah oh like 10 years almost so that's crazy so, yeah Dang. yeah but then there's others like um it was funny i don't know what the the french romance song was from that study but la vie and rose is one that's that comes one. up for us and then we i don't know what the backstory is but somehow like can't help falling in love is also tied to Somehow, Lovey and Rose. Um, others like Sweet Pea by Amos Lee mm, is another yeah. good one from high school. Uh, Skinny Love, Bonnie Bear. Skinny Bear. Love. Uh, Classic. Skinny Love. Uh, um, January Wedding, Ava Brothers. Nice. Then some some recent ones, um, right. Honey Bee, I mentioned on an episode recently yeah, by the Casanova. For yeah. real, dude, you're uh, super suave. Yeah. No, I mean, no, I... <laughs> the music, huh? Ethan, you're married too, right? Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Did, do you all, do you have any songs that you and your wife share? Um, I mean, our first dance song at our wedding reception was Lucky by Jason Mraz and Colby Kelly. Nice. That's Classic. Colby Cole. Yeah. Colby Cole, yeah. She's like my crush. Same, dude. Same, man. She had that nice alto voice. Yeah. Same. Real eyes and bubbly. And I was yeah. just like, bubbly, I love you. I was like, huh? I love you. Yeah. yeah. I guess I'm going to get married. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's one of the big ones for us. Nice. Yeah. I think my brother had, um, and and his wife had the, uh, the Ray, 
was it? I can't, I can never say Ray this. Ray LaMontagne. LaMontagne, mm-hmm. yeah, best friend or whatever. Yeah. You're my best friend. That was He's cool such a good thing. songwriter. Dude, yeah. he really is. Oh, yeah. like yeah. me some Ray LaMontagne. <laughs> He's got such soul in that voice, too. <laughs> so much pain in that voice. Yeah. Trouble. Yeah. He's seen some stuff. He's seen some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Much like Raul. Yeah. 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 Uh, eighth grade Raul. Yeah. Eighth grade Raul. <laughs> Specifically yeah. that year. Yeah. Raul, yeah. That, that was the phase. Raul now runs these streets. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so what better place than on a podcast? Exactly right. So it's on here forever. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, should we should we play the next song? Yeah. Yeah. There's um, another song that we can roll here. And then I have a couple of, of questions for you guys that I think will be a nice combination with hearing this next song. So stay tuned after the song. For... Oh, wait, we should introduce what it. Oh, yeah. I remember. Yeah, it's... Um... Mashup. The mashup. It is. The mashup. You want to introduce it real fast? Yeah, so the mashup was uh, I Want You Back and Let's Get It On. Disclaimer. Jackson 5. We and, haven't done this. Yeah. We've never done this. <laughs> yeah. And Marvin Gaye. Yeah, you're hearing it here first. Yeah, we yeah. never even practiced it, so you're literally hearing it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Emphasis on the we didn't practice it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you the truth, this is the first time they actually hear this song, too. This, so. That's right, yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so here we go.
guess we've got to be here Let's live I love you There's nothing wrong with me Loving you Oh baby now Give it yourself to me So to close the show out, we're gonna we're gonna get a little philosophical here. Hey. Gonna get a little bit deep. So we've talked a little bit about what music can do to the brain and how we, you know, it, it changes and manipulates our, our neurotransmitters. Right. Music can do a lot more than that. Shape, um, it shapes some behavior. It does. Yeah, it can change our perception of time. Mm-hmm. So just some fast facts here that I found. Um, more drinks are sold in bars with slow tempo music. Ooh, there you go, Storm Seller. Yeah, Jackie, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. more ballads. We need more ballads. Yeah, Dang that's, it. that's that's the data you need. <laughs> yeah, similarly, we should do an experiment ourselves. We should. Yeah, hey, we're, we're always yeah. up for collecting some data. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should. Shameless plug right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there was another study that found uh, consumers in grocery stores spend thirty eight percent more time there and spend more money when the background music is slow. Mm. Uh-huh. Which kind of makes sense. I don't think you want like rage against the machine yeah. while you're going through I don't through know. IV. I could get down with that. I was going to say, I would shop so much more efficiently. <laughs> yeah, with rage. Yeah. All right. They're actually playing a show in El Paso in March. Dude. Back in my hometown. Reunion tour up so I fun. know. It's going to be awesome. They're going, you're gonna, are you going to go? I'm thinking about it. Dude. I'm thinking about it. It's in your it. hometown. I know. It's like a double excuse to go. Yeah. 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 Well, then there's, there's this new phenomenon. We'll call it a phenomenon that... Um, so we know that music can make you feel connected, even if you're listening alone. But silent discos. Yeah. You I, been to one? Yeah. Have you gone? A very, I don't weird, unusual experience listening to music, and then you take the headphones off and like everybody's jamming. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you all done it yet? Yeah, I've done it. I did it. <laughs> so cool. I did it at uh, in Austin for South by Southwest, and nice. it was so much fun. It's cool. Yeah, we should get one in like Lincoln or something Man, one I night. Wish. It's okay. We're awesome. gonna we'll, we'll tell Jackie. Yeah, true. I I, I would get down on that so hard. And everyone's listening to the same song. Right? Yeah. No. It, well, there's or, three stations. The one I went to. Yeah, true. And you can switch them back and forth. So, like the one I had was like someone's jamming up to some like I don't know pop song, and then like Britney Spears yeah. or something, and then some other person's hearing some like old school '60s remix, and the other one's just kind of like contemporary new music. So, mm-hmm. and it, the color on the microphone or the headphone. Um, designate which channel you're on. So oh, if you're so listening, you if you're, yeah. That's so if you're blue, oh, yeah. then you know, oh, they're listening. So you're jamming the same thing. And if someone's listening to red one, they're like, you're like totally not dancing the same thing. And then what happens too is like, if it's a really popular song, mm-hmm. everybody starts singing it. So you can take them off, and they're just like, 
the worst acapella yeah, ever. Yeah. That, that's what I heard. I took it off and I was like, oh my God, this is it terrible. Yeah. Like, but it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, then the, the deep philosophical thing I want to get into is the last part of what music can do. So you all are performers, obviously, as we've heard throughout this episode, but obviously you listen to music as well. So one question I had was, do you find your experience is different when you're listening versus performing? And you know what maybe are some of those differences in the way that you feel and experience music in that way? Um, well... I think maybe as a as a player, like as a as an instrumentalist and uh, like singer, when I listen to music, like right, like uh, your your palate becomes extra refined and and a little pickier. So like when I listen to songs just casually, I'm still kind of picking them apart. So I mean, there's there's pros and cons to that. But when I'm when I'm actively listening, like on Spotify, like trying to find new music or just listening to new music, I find that a lot of the songs that I used to like, I don't like as much because I don't necessarily appreciate them the same way. Like I'm like, oh, that's a good song, but you know what I mean? Like I'm like, ah, well, I used to think that was cooler and more uh, interesting in my ears, but now that I'm capable of doing that, yeah, it's it's less interesting. interesting, right? Like it's like. I don't know, being able to slam dunk and then watching a slam dunk contest. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. dunk. Yeah. I'm terrible no, at basketball. So when analogy. I see people do it, I'm like, oh, my gosh. But if you could do it, it would just be like, oh, nice. He also did that. Right? So when I listen to music, it's it's more like that. So when I do find a song that I really like, it's I'm like, oh, this is the culmination of all the things that are <laughs> amazing about music. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's my experience with it. Yeah. I just, I'm just pickier now. Yeah. How about... Y'all, Sam. So, either music for me, and you are you asking just like in listening or in performing? Either, either, or both, um, <laughs> or both. <laughs> so, no music for me. It's been like over probably the last two years. It's kind of like culminated to like where I am now. Um, just like this, it means so much to me. If that makes sense. Like, there's not very often at all that I'm not listening to music. Like, it's if I'm not listening to music, it's because I'm being really intentional about what I'm thinking about in my car. Otherwise, like my car, like always playing music um like and especially i've i've started performing more uh i will like my eyes well up a lot <laughs> like, like so much dude yeah. like if somebody so has like much. a really good solo or something like that like it's just like this full body response and it's awesome. just like it's glorious it's like a high it's so good um and the same thing with like performing <laughs> like and you guys could, <laughs> you guys can like, uh, you can you can relate to this in the sense of just like when you're playing and it's just the tightest, like and you're just everybody's like just in sync and together. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what anybody in the crowd is doing. Like it's cool if they're like following along too, but there's just no better feeling than like when everybody's solos are just like on point. Everybody's mm-hmm. just feeding yeah. off of each other. Uh, there's there's nothing really like else. There's nothing like that. And um, yeah, so it's it just it's this it's a huge part of my life and like how I decide to experience things so yeah I don't know I love it and it definitely does things to me <laughs> yeah, dude it does he like throwing he like throws his shoes and stuff like he gets too he gets yeah. like too physically overwhelmed yeah. he doesn't know how to like <laughs> shoes have to articulate go. like yeah. how happy he is so he just like removes clothes and just like, chucks them <laughs> and it's the most glorious like are you, are you serious no I'm dead serious yeah, no, they, he, like, do you, shoes shoes I, like... you can see it like it's so dope I gotta go to more shows <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny yeah. like that's your like ultimate like thumbs up from Sam like if he yeah. chucks a shoe at you that's, it's a good yeah. show you're like yes I did it I've, I've earned a shoe like, yeah, you're like he's yeah. doing it again 
again. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you know if the show. I only got two shoes. You know. So yeah. I've seen I've seen Sam throw both of his shoes and try to take a sock off. I took somebody else's <laughs> shoe. When, yeah, when Judge. Yo, my friend Judge. He was on The Voice last season. Shameless plug. Looking up Je- uh, Judge Vinson. He hey. came to yeah. Storm Cellar Monday night and sang, and he's like one of those just freaks of nature vocally and like I threw my shoes went on stage got them and then threw them threw again, them again. Like, <laughs> it was he's glorious. so good wow. oh I was just goodness. sitting back there like watching that's Sam that's awesome like, oh my God. yeah no I couldn't like my glasses were on my head cause I just like my eyes were just like welling wow. up and it was it was so much man it was so yeah, good that's yeah. awesome. I went to uh, a Matt and Kim concert recently oh and, nice uh, Kim threw out dildos so a little Not bit different nice. than shoes, but you it's know, an emotional response. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's a good show, the and dildos. She come broke out. her ankle that show. Uh, she something? tore her ACL. Yeah, yeah. they like, oh, but she like and finished Ma- the show. And, yeah, she did. She didn't, you know, really get up much. She that was, was just... it. Uh, oh, so uh, Omaha. Yeah, the Maha, Maha thing. festival. Yeah. yeah, one man's dildos, another man's right. Shoe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they were sure free dildos. A, it's a philosopher's quote. That's a philosopher. Nice. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> so either. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What about you? Uh, I'll just say like when I'm listening to songs, uh, if there's one like I really like, I tend to like listen to it 20 times in a row. Like, oh yeah. You know, like, and it helps me get through a lot of stuff. Like, we got a bunch of dishes to do. Like, I just turn my speaker on and just like go hard on those dishes. You know, <laughs> <laughs> just elbow deep and see so. Yeah, like they're extra clean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah these dishes are mad clean. <laughs> and then on the other side, like with performing, being in cover bands, there's like certain songs that are just like so, um, like I don't know, I'm just like so numb to them now. Like, uh, like play that funky music's yeah, one song. Yeah, you like, singing that song. Like I'll sing it, but like it's just at that point now where it's like. You have to if I, if I hear it, it's like I'll just like skip it right away. Or I, I think I'm in the same boat. You know, that's where I'm I think at. for some of those songs, I think that's like where the beauty lays and like what we do with the jams is right. because like those songs come out and like instinctively you might be like, ah, I've done this song a hundred times yeah. because when you're literally just jamming on it and you have no idea how it's gonna come out, there's like this idea of like, yeah, how's right. this gonna happen? Yeah, and I, I try to find ways to make it different so that it's you know still interesting and still. Uh, fun to do and then sometimes I just don't do it either (laughs) sometimes yeah just like sometimes I catch myself like oh did I just sing that song oh no (laughs) you know like what just happened this last two minutes (laughs) (laughs) at least it's a short song yeah you just always have Dan do a solo if it's if it's too bad it's true yeah well Johnny to your point I I think part of what was really cool to see you guys just do is you know when I when I first was taking guitar lessons, my my teacher was telling me, you know, you have to change the way you listen to music. And when you go from like the surface level to like active listening, more of like an intellectual approach, you hear music a lot differently. And so like you were just saying, you know, if you sing the same song or you hear the same like studio version of the song over and over, you know, it it loses kind of its magic. And so when you guys are doing covers, you know, I was getting chills because I knew the the studio version in my right. head and I knew what to expect. But then when you put your own twist on it and your your own way of interpreting the cover, that's when like it's it's really special. And yeah. I think that's hopefully the a similar experience that our babblers have had. And 
I'm sure your audience has when you guys are performing. It's really cool. Speaking to that too, like just with musicians, Alan Stone's a really good example of I this. I love Alan yeah. Stone. Mm. Yeah, like he just put out a new song, and I love the studio version, but he has this version up on YouTube where he's sitting on a dock playing his guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, Give You Blue is the name of the song. Oh, man. Like, oh, man. Favorite song right now. And like this studio yeah. version's amazing, but like listening to him actually play it and just like just him sitting there like playing it, it's just like it's a whole... It's the only thing. Yeah, I think as a player, you like to see the vulnerability. Right? Oh, yeah. You like to see mm-hmm. that live element. Right. It just it means more to you, right? Because we all know now, like how the studio works and like yeah. what meticulous things go into like making it perfect. We like to see the imperfections. It's like it's listening to a, a vinyl versus yeah. listening yeah. to yeah. like a CD. You know, yeah. you like to see those little human. You like to see the human part of it. Yeah. Well, I right? mean, the beauties are typically in the perfections. Exactly. Right. And exactly. that's where you're like, man, yeah. I make. I think, and we talk about this not even with music, just with people in general. Like, especially in grad school, we have people who want to be perfect, be perfect, be perfect. There's yeah. this, there's this, like, they, they they strive to be perfect. And what they, what I, what I feel kind of sorry for them sometimes is that, man, fuck that. You know, yeah, the, right. the it doesn't exist. The beauty is in the imperfections. Yeah. You know, finding ways to go there. Adversity, resiliency. You know, maybe you you hit a wrong note, or maybe you sing the wrong thing, but you found a way to make it work. Exactly. And like, you know, those. Those moments are the moments I live for, and same. I think I think yeah, yeah, I'm the so, same, yeah, yeah. I know, and I, I think that's kind of what love is about too, you know. Like, Absolutely, right, yeah. Kind of bringing it back full circle. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. if everybody was perfect? Oh <laughs> God, it'd be not fun. Yeah, I'm well, sure some people could. <laughs> it reminds yeah. me. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the show. It, it's newer for this year, but it's called Songland. Oh on yeah, NBC. It's a good. And I think that's a good it's, show. It's really similar to what we're talking about, and I think it's changed the way uh, I view like like recording albums and how I feel like my bias has been more for like pop music that everything is just curated and crafted and it's robotic and it's like formulaic copy and paste this sound and this idea of what a song should be. But seeing them go there and like workshop a song Mm -hmm. and see them like it's emotionless. Yeah. It's completely emotionless. It's so interesting though. I, I like, I watch it a lot because right. There's like a, there's a line between like, as like a, like a songwriter too, um, there's like a line between like like marketability, but like like honesty to yourself. So mm-hmm. you like you you don't want to, you know, you don't want to exploit the things that sell, but also you know there are like things that you can do. Well, pop music at this point is like it's not in some. I'm not I'm not gonna I don't want to blanket because there's some people out there that are like they become popular because of like just genuine music and just art but there's a lot of the, just a lot of the mainstream pop music is more of a science than it is an art yeah, just because that's what that show is. it's yeah, for yeah. T- it's purely just to get you know maximize your listens just yeah. to be able to like it knows they take lyrics uh, it's actually really interesting not to like delve too far off here the way that uh Trump ran his social media campaign. Not him, but like the guy that mm-hmm. ran it is the guy from Texas. Like it's it, insanely fascinating how like every word and like how they tested it against audiences. Like the same mm-hmm. everything is applied by using like our social media data and everything else. Like that's crazy. Whole other thing. But, that's yeah. kind of your job. Yeah. That's what you do. So yeah, you're into that. I do, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I think at this point now might be a good place to go to our the way that we end all of our shows um, with What About You, a week in review where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. So we've spent a lot of time talking about what we're listening to, um, which feel free to add more things in if you have recommendations. But any other things that you're reading or watching that you think our babblers should know about? 
I'm reading a book right now called The uh, Surrender Experiment by Andrew Singer. It's about this, uh, it's about this guy um, in the, I want to say the mid-60s, who is prepping to go to school and get his, um, I think his master's in accounting, and then has this really profound experience um, where he's talking to his brother-in-law, and they, they're sitting on the couch just like talking, and uh, there's this, like a, a lull in the conversation, and he, for the first time, notices this kind of internal monologue trying to like tell him that this is uncomfortable and that he needs to ask. What, he needs to like say like, "Hey, are you hungry? Like, hey, how do you like the show? How's the weather?" And he, then he becomes obsessed with it. He becomes obsessed with finding a way to to quiet that voice, mm-hmm. and which ultimately leads him to moving out into the middle of uh, like nowhere in South Lake Florida, and uh, living in like a tent, and then meditating and like kind of slowly like coming across more and more like spiritual stuff and this is like kind of in the 60s so it makes sense but then so where i'm at in the book right now like he's uh he's given himself this uh, task it's called like the surrender experiment he's going to surrender to everything that the uh that the universe brings him any opportunity and, and unless if it's a personal preference that tells him not to do it he's he's going to do it he's going to say yes then and so it leads him into this crazy beautiful world where he's now like the owner of this multi-million dollar contracting company this multi-million dollar uh, computer programming company and also running a uh a um a spiritual like school of sorts out in this land and, and the land keeps giving to him more and more keeps getting more and more money and more and more land in this area and so it's it's amazing it's an amazing book about uh, you know, just about like not stressing things so much. So that's uh-huh. what I'm reading right now, and I'm watching BoJack Horseman. <laughs> there you go. Freak a Yeah, Freak a League. I'm listening to Freak a yeah. League. Yeah. Are you listening <laughs> to anything outside of like love songs? Actually, I mean, I've just been listening to Alan Stone. Yeah, dude. Oh gosh. I've literally just been binging yeah. Alan Stone like those last few weeks. <sighs> awesome. Woo! He's on fire right now, man. Oh my <laughs> yeah, man, he's is. so on fire. He's got like a new song like every week. Yeah, he's now. just wow. busting them out. Yeah, and they're all jams. Let's check that out. For yeah, sure. Wait, we'll add that to the playlist. Yeah, yeah. It was "Give You Blue" and then um, Give you "Blue," "Sunny Days." Sunny Days mm. is also a jam. Oh. Those are like the two we newest playlists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you reading, Sam? Uh, okay, sure. Um, <laughs> I just got back from a trip, um, and so I was on the plane. Uh, the entire time I was actually listening to Alan Stone, but I knew you were going to say Alan Stone. <laughs> yeah. So I was like uh, trying to think of something else. <laughs> um, we're all listening to Alan Stone. Since we're talking about love songs, Bruno Major, uh, <sighs> one of my favorite love new Bruno artists. Major. Yeah. So good. Um, both of those guys actually do a really good job at posting um, like to their social media channels and stuff, just like stuff that isn't necessarily going to be like released on like major streaming platforms. And that's how I love Alan so the most. Like he posts these sessions of him, yeah. <laughs> of him in the shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just see like his, uh, you just yeah. see his like torso and he just like uses a shampoo bottle as a microphone and he sings a cover of his Immaculately song. Yeah, it's so good. Um, and then Bruno Major will post like song ideas or just like different things that he's yeah. working on. It's amazing. Um, so those that's what I was listening to are there any uh, songs in particular that you like really like the newest one uh, Nothing uh, I think it's called Nothing by Bruno Major that he just put out Um, I like Old Fashioned that's probably one of my favorite ones yeah that's a that's so good that one I liked Home a lot by him and then his cover his Frank Ocean cover that he did that one's really good Um, books I reread this book called Toxic Charity by I think it's Robert Lupton if I remember correctly. 
Uh, and it just talks about um, the way that we look at helping people and what that means. And sometimes when we help people out of convenience, uh, as in like the easiest way to help somebody might be doing them more harm than good. Um, mm -hmm. And just like how we've helped other countries and like how much damage that does like socioeconomically um, in long terms and like development. Uh, and I do a lot of work with nonprofits, so that's something that like I try to reread every so often just to kind awesome. of like, you want to give any of them a shout out? Calibrate. Uh, wow. Okay, so many. Uh, <laughs> Broken Chains from Humanity. Uh, Broken Chains of Humanity. Excuse me. They do a lot of work in Guatemala. A lot of medical work um, in the mountains. They started as medical as a group of like dentists and doctors and stuff like that, and then um, they started training people down there to help do some of it, and then they um, helped give people the resources that they needed to start their own businesses. Um, and they were like looking for, um, in the mountains, indigenous, there's a lot of indigenous people still out there. Uh, and they needed ovens to like bake things. And um, yeah, so they're doing that project out there. Um, yeah, I'll shout them out for now. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Ether, how about yourself? Uh, I would say right now what I'm watching is uh, This Is Us. Oh, TV yeah. show. Yeah. Oh my god! Talk about the feels. Got some love themes there. So have you guys True. watching that too? Um, I will. I'll probably cry if I watch that because. So I watched. Um, shout out to my friends back in Seattle. I had roommates. There was like two dudes and and then uh, two girls. So there was five of us total. But Chrissy and Ashley would always cry during Parenthood, and I heard that. Uh, that movie, or that show is great. I heard yeah. like Parenthood and like This Is Us are like pretty much on par yeah. with each other. So yeah. hit you right in the feels. Yeah, did This Is Us. Uh, my wife did a little bit. I kind of watched a few episodes. But, yeah, I'm really uh, bad at watching shows. Yeah, I just never like. I just can't. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just I avoid them almost because I don't want to like. I don't know. Yeah. Give your like, all to it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, like, otherwise, I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like I'm wasting time sometimes. But yeah. watching This Is Us, I feel like I'm not wa wasting time. Like, Ooh, really? I feel like yeah. it's, it's like some, awesome. some good some storytelling. Yeah. And uh, like for sure, like I'm always crying. Like, they, really? have, like they just have like that. They just pull your heartstrings. They just find a way they to do that. They got that scientific. Like yeah. they got they, every single character in the show like relates to everyone in the world somehow. Like, okay. gotta give it a shot. Oh, <laughs> like, man. seriously, like, I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, it just goes into topics that you know TV shows have never gone into before. I think yeah. too. We can watch um, have like a watch power and just like a watch party at like yeah. my place on my projector. Yeah. And they get the popcorn together. and they're all yeah. just crying together, it's tissues, so and, bro yeah. crying. Yeah, <laughs> just do like a hug train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remember Cornell? He sings in town. Yeah, yeah. He said he had to stop watching it because it's too emotional. Okay, Cornell's super emotional. Yeah. Disclaimer. <laughs> but uh. It's all good. We it's good to. Now. It's yeah. It's not a bad thing. He's yeah. just very emotional. Yeah. <laughs> He's very sensitive. I think I just felt a per little personally attacked by that. <laughs> no, no, I know. I was <laughs> like, I thought <laughs> I said it. I was like, damn, that sounded really. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I was like, yeah, but Cornell doesn't count. No. <laughs> yeah, it's I think good you, to have emotions. Yeah, He's like yeah. a character. that's like it's almost healthy. exactly like what yeah. he's gone through. Oh really? I think. Yeah. So. Yeah. But anyway. And um, then how about listening? Uh, I mean, I was gonna say Alan Stone. <laughs> Dude, we've all been listening <laughs> to Alan Stone. Give you blue. You guys are in a band. Yes. That's how good he is. Seriously. Yeah, uh, we're gonna check yeah. it out. He's gonna be in Omaha, right? But yeah, he's gonna be in Ooh, Omaha March twenty second. Yeah. All right. Oh, you're right. here first. Yeah, the we slowdown. Just the I just found out today. Oh my god. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my. Well, if, if, since we are we're talking about Alan Stone, uh, I'd say John Split Off is one I go back Ooh, to a lot. True. Ray. Ray, yeah, check that song out. Ray by John Splitoff. It's just the whole the whole album he had. Like it's called "Make It Happen." It's just 
It's got some jams on there. He's got some tasty jams. Yeah, I just found him on like, Spotify Radio yeah, one day recently. Quality. Yeah, he's like a hidden guy. I don't think anybody except for like you right. from showing us knows who he is around yeah. here. So yeah. he's definitely worth listening to. Yeah. Cuddy, what about you? Um, I'll start with listening. So there's a band that's been kind of on my periphery for a while, but I've invested more time in now with our, our growing playlist is they have probably... I don't know if we call it the best, but most unusual band names, Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Yep. Oh. Like wow. yeah. like they, they hail from Boone, North Carolina, which is a sleepy mountain town that happens to be where my parents live. Really? Uh, so just a couple of dudes from the the mountains of North Carolina that it, putting out good music. Yeah. That guy's wearing a belly shirt. Yeah, he is. Nice. Well, actually, I think um, one of the um, um, musicians is, is trans, which is really cool, too. Mm-hmm. So... Oh, well, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, yeah. I'm going to listen to this. Cocaine yeah. Jesus. Oh, I yeah. love that one. That's, That's awesome. the jam. So, but, yeah. Cocaine yeah. Jesus. We've got a couple on the playlist, all that and more, and Hey Pretty Mama. Yeah. Um, but I think, uh, you know, we talked about camp before. I think oh, very are. similar style to, they're to playing, camp. They're playing, so. yeah, they're playing next week. Um, I think at the slowdown, actually. Really? Yeah, really? at camp. Wow. So I'll be there next week. It's all at the slowdown. At this time, yeah. Uh, They've got influences like Modest Mouse, Kings of Leon, and Frank Ocean, and Schoolboy Q. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm down. I'm there we go. Yeah, no, that's a great, that's a great yeah. one. Um, and then for, obviously, we're grad students, so reading is a job, and <laughs> not reading anything fun right now. Um, but I am watching things, and one of those things is a, I guess, like an anthology series on Amazon called Modern Love. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, I think I, it's you're like not the first person that I hear. I uh, highly recommend. Um, each episode is different. You know, there's people like like Catherine Keener, Tina Fey, Dev Patel, um, nice. a whole host of famous actors in each episode, but just tells a lot of different love stories like relationship love and family love and friendship love. And, um, you know, each one just, they, like just really tug at you really and i think it's it's cool because you know you watch an episode and then the next one's going to be completely different but tells a lot of different important stories to show what love is modern love nice yeah awesome you said that's on amazon amazon yeah yeah it just came out i'll check that one out prime action so cool i guess i'll yeah you want to close it close close it out yeah so I guess for watching, I haven't really been watching. I've been watching the regular stuff, so my DC Titans is always like my go-to Friday night thing that I like to do. <laughs> Put up my glasses, my nerd glasses. Yeah. But I actually watched, um, and this is going to kind of go into the music, I watched the NPR Tiny Desk oh. um, the other day. Uh-oh. Yeah. Which one did you watch? Um, actually, it was Florence and the Machine. Mm. That's a good one. That one's yeah. so Yeah, good. did you watch the one that just yes. came out? Yeah. So, oh, my gosh. And then when I was on my way down here, I was like, okay, I want to like find some, maybe some new love songs or something. So I just put on love songs or in the search bar in the Spotify, and one of our songs came up. It was You've Got the Love, and I was like, mm. ooh, that one's pretty good. I haven't heard it, so I was like on the playlist. It's on my regular playlist now, so... Is that, is that by You've Got the Love by who? Florence, Florence and the Machine. Oh, yeah. okay, nice. Yeah. Her voice is crazy. I, oof, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. But um, one special thing we have is we have one more song to play. We do. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I mean, hey, that. this was this was wild, man. Like this was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so, so much for for coming, joining us. And thanks for having us. Yeah, I want you. back. No, we want you back for sure. I, I want you back. back. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> Touche. <laughs>
Just give me one more chance, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, before That's we weird. get to that uh, final song to close the show, we can do our, our shameless plugs. So you know you can find all of our episodes at kzum.org backslash psychobabble. Uh, there you can find our episodes, our social media. Um, everything. Really, everything that has anything to do with your friendly neighborhood podcast, we're there. Um, do you guys have social media or anything you want to plug? Yeah. Things that our babblers should know to connect with you guys. Or if they want to see you. Yeah. yeah. Hit me up things. on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube at uh, Jonathan Leach Music, L-E-A-C-H, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-L-E-A-C-H, Music. Yeah. That's what's up. Ether? Uh, I'd say uh, follow us on uh, Facebook and Instagram, uh, Downtown Collective, and uh, Diamond Empire Band as well. Um, and then I'm also on Instagram, Ether, sorry, E-T-H-E-R-S-A-U-R-E. Awesome. Yeah, a slew of mm-hmm. strangers. <laughs> yeah, all yeah. in your DMs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to double down on their social media because I don't have any. Uh, <laughs> so, social media. So, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, this was awesome. I'm so yeah. happy we made this work and happen. Seriously. And um, we're going to, like I said already, we're going to cut your tracks and that you played today. And nice. Um, we'll put them on Spotify too, so you'll be able to listen to those too. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's going to be cool. Thanks so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. yeah thanks for yeah. being here. amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Well, guys, until next time, cheers. Stay thirsty. One, two, three, now.
Watching the 